0: Hi! In the last episode, we looked at what I called the gap. That is that space between where we are now and the promise that God has given to us. Now, today I'm going to continue in that line. But today we're going to be talking about six questions that most times come to our minds when we are in the gap. Now these six questions may come from our logic when we try to make sense of all that is happening. Sometimes it may come from our emotions when we're so emotional about all that is happening around us and sometimes it can come from the devil trying to get us off track. But we will look at these six questions one after the other and see how we should appropriately answer them or respond to them while in the gap so that we do not delay the uh, appointed time for the promise to happen. Now the first question is the question, who? Who gets the promise done? Who makes the promise come to pass? Now let's look at that. Who else but God? We have to focus our attention and our faith on he who has promised us and we have to believe that he is able to fulfill it. Also, we have to pay pay close attention to who we are becoming in the gap. Now, if you look at Psalm 75 verse 6, it says, promotion does not come from the south, the north, the east, or the west. And verse 7 says, Well, it is God who chooses who to exalt and who not to. So when we know that our promotion, the promise, the opening the of the promise, the fulfillment of the promise is not going to come from anywhere or anyone except God, whenever that question comes of who will do it? Who will get it done? Who will give it to you? We know always that our answer will be God. Now the second question is why? Why are we going to get the promise? Why do we deserve the promise? Well, we don't deserve the promise. We can't earn the promise. The reason why we will get the promise is because God loves us. And he showers us with his love, his mercy, and his favor. The reason why we will get the promise is because God is consistent with his character and he fulfills his words. He is faithful and he is true. He does not lie. So do not think that the promise will come because you have done something right. No, the promise will come because God loves you. The next question is, how? But before I move to how, there was something I learned and I I had to, I just have to share it. A preacher once said, he says, when we look at God's track record in our past, doubting him in our present will be illogical. So when we see that God has been faithful to us in past events, in past situations, doubting him now in the present is illogical doubting that he won't get it done is illogical that is why we should believe that is why the promise will happen because we know that god who did it before will do it again so let's move to how 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 will the promise happen how will it be done This this question is probably the most prevalent one and then how do we answer that? I want us to understand this, and we have to come to terms with it. God's activities and methods are unpredictable. You can't you can't put you can't define how God would do it. You can't define how the promise will happen. All you can do is believe that it will happen, and yes, it will. Say, all we need to do is position ourselves in faith and obey every instruction that he gives to us per time and he will take care of the rest. See, God will always do it or get the job done in a way that all the blessings will be ours and all the glory will be His. So don't bother about how it will get done. Just bother about, focus on rather, on how you are positioned for the promise. Now, the next question is, where? Where will the promise get done? Where will it happen? Where am I going to see it happen? This is what we should know. We do not control or determine where God is going to get the job done. We don't. God does. And so we have to consciously and intentionally put our minds to God whenever this question comes up, where? where we tell ourselves where God wants it done, where God wants it done. So we have to just trust Him that He knows the perfect place and the perfect scenario to make it happen. Like once again, we just have to position ourselves and obey because God will surely get the job done where He wants it done and He knows the best place. He knows the best position. He knows where exactly to put you to get the job done. But don't confuse this. Don't get confused. God is with you everywhere. God is with us always, everywhere. But where the promise will happen, we never know until God gets us there. Because sometimes we are standing upon the promise, but we do not know because we have not mentally and spiritually positioned ourselves to trust God to take us to where he has said it will take us. The next question, the fifth question is when, oh this is also one prevalent question that comes to our minds, God you have promised me this, when will it happen, yes the answer At God's appointed time see I learned that sometimes when God gives us a promise we we put a time frame to it so we think oh God has said um, I I would do I will buy or I'll give you a car and then we put we look at our situation we look at our financial status we look at the people around us and we just say oh no okay yes I believe you God I know it won't be done until maybe one year from now And God is saying to himself, I want to get it done in a month, not a year. So we see that when we we try to box God into our time frame, we we mostly shortchange ourselves. And yes, sometimes we may think, oh, it's going to happen in a month. And God is saying, no, you won't be ready for it in a month. You will be ready for it in a year. So we will put ourselves through a lot of pain if we put God's promise in a box of time, but we would put ourselves in a lot of pleasure and a position of trust when we let God map out the timing. This is what we should know. God knows when we are ready to walk into the promise. He knows when we need it most and of course he knows when we will, when he will get it done and no one will be able to get the glory. But himself. The final question is: what? What will the promise look like? See, we mustn't put a cap to what the promise will look like. God may have given us a picture, okay, I will, I'm gonna get you a car. But you don't know what car is going to get you. You don't know how the car will look, you don't know. What model, what brand it's going to be? You maybe think, oh, maybe it's just going to be a, a Toyota. And God is saying, no, I want to give you a Rolls Royce. <laughs> Don't put a cap to what the promise will be. Don't put a cap to what the promise will be. See, it is very, very important that we have this answers embedded in our spirit, in our souls, in our subconscious. Because when they are in our subconscious, it aids us to respond appropriately when an event occurs that either supports the promise or seems to negate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Truth in 10. Please share this with your loved ones and I believe that they will be blessed just as you have been blessed.